Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversation with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Ladies and gentlemen, you want experience during your football season? Well, buckle up, sweet cheeks. That's all we need. We've got all the experience in the world. This is I Want Your Flex with Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. Mike and Dan break down everything you need to set your lineups. From position rankings to starts and sits, the guys help you make those hard decisions. And now, let's get your flex on. Here's Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. Well, week 10 is off to quite a start. The Ravens and Dolphins really didn't provide us much on Thursday night except for a great play from a right guard. That's all that we got from (laughs) Miami. You may feel a little empty-handed if you played Mike Gesicki. Actually, it's not May. You really felt empty-handed. Seven targets, zero catches. Lamar Jackson, maybe a late touchdown to help your day, but if you played Lamar, you aren't happy. We hope to make you happy in the next 30 minutes or so. Get Mike Harmon on Twitter at Swollen Dome. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Beyer on Fox. Going to talk about Cam Newton. Going to talk about Odell Beckham Jr. But we are going to start with what happened in South Florida on Thursday night. Dolphins get a surprising victory over the Baltimore Ravens. Fantasy-wise, Mike, there wasn't a lot there to start. And there sure as heck wasn't a lot there at the finish of this one. Well, I gave an extra nod. You gave the offensive lineman who decided he wanted to catch a pass, a run, obviously illegal. Uh, but Michael Parla, pa, uh, Pilardi, uh with the coffin corner kick was uh, great until the Ravens actually drove 99 yards for their only touchdown of the game thereafter. Uh, I'm concerned, Dan, to be honest with you. Not about Lamar Jackson, and obviously Bateman finishes with 80. That's fine. Marquise Brown, six catches, but only 37 yards. Those quick hitches and hoping for yak. The saver for Andrews, as you mentioned, is, is a good thing. But they can't run the ball. They can't defend the pass. Awful lot of wide-open guys. 
I mean, did you see a defender on the screen for either the big plays to Wilson or or Ford? No. No. Nobody there. Uh, (laughs) So confusion reigns. But also the offensive line, you you saw with no Ronnie Stanley, you know, it's it's piling up. And you start looking at the schedule down the road here. Dan, they've got the Bears, and the Bears will be coming off their bye, and their defense has been pretty stingy. But then you've got a lot of cannibalization uh, within the AFC North and a pretty tough schedule down the stretch. So for Lamar Jackson, there's going to be some games where I, I fear that we might be looking at him as one of those, all right, you got to play him, but kind of mm. candidates going forward. I know Marquise Brown had the targets that were there, but I did see a ranking this week that had him number one for week 10. And Ooh. listen, it, it it happens. Some You know, sometimes he hit and sometimes he miss. But still, with the names that are out there, I mean, this isn't – it's not like a week, Mike, where there are a bunch of top guys on by. And it's and, – and Tyreek Hill is facing the Raiders in what could be a crazy game in Las Vegas. And Devontae Adams gets his quarterback back, we think, on Sunday. That just – to me, it was just – it was surprising to see – him at the top spot. Not that, that not that he didn't warrant top consideration, but to me, I just felt when I saw that, I'm like, a little too good to be true, and it ended up coming to fruition on Thursday night. Fortune favors the bull, Dan, but, you know, you've got three 100-yard games, total of six touchdowns on the year, but you've also had a 35-yard game. You've you had a 37 yards tonight. You had a 53-yard game against Detroit, right? In, in theory, that was the game that mm-hmm. there should have been a monster performance instead they eke out that 1917 win with Tucker's ridiculous field goal so you know it's it's not like it's been set it and forget it you know I love to go to back to the old Ronco products uh, for those of a certain age hell he, he just passed so even a year or two ago you would have seen those ads who am I kidding so if you're up late watching bad television or stumbling in from a bar you you saw them but the target counts been there consistently and I guess you're looking for opportunity and if you're right then you get to tell your podcast podcast you get to write it in a column see look at look at how bold i was instead it's a six for 13 37 yard uh kind of nothing day i it's it's just one of those things where because he is so hit and miss that it was just surprising i can't remember the publication that had it the site that had it but i was just surprised when i saw it sure this was my takeaway from it for as bad as gasicki's night was and as bad as uh, uh, the uh, Jalen Waddle obviously didn't get into the end zone. His target share has been been pretty good for the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. The Dolphins have the Jets, Panthers, Giants, Jets, uh, and then the Saints. But so those next four games pretty advantageous. And I know the Panthers are pretty good against the run, so you're probably going to see maybe the Dolphins air it out a little bit more. I would say if you have an opportunity, Jalen Waddle and Mike Gesicki. At their absolute lowest, especially Gesicki. And, and if you're looking for a tight end, you may not be able to go out there and, and, and get a Darren Waller or a Mark Andrews who scored on Thursday night. But buy low on Gesicki right now because it's not going to get as bad as it was on Thursday. No, I think that's absolutely right. I mean, we could go into a, a larger philosophical of how's a guy dressed and doesn't start. What, what are you trying to get with Jacoby Brissett? Yeah. In a grand scale, when you're two and seven, but that's a whole other discussion for another time. I, I like the way Tua stuck in, took some hits. Look, the the numbers are going to be deceiving again because you had some broken coverages. Because I'm not going to give them credit for designing some genius play. Because it wasn't like it was, oh my, look, he popped out the backside wide open. No, it was just someone forgot to pick up a coverage. So, you know, that, well, actually, you mentioned some names of teams where that could potentially happen, Dan. So, I mean, maybe you see more of it. But to me, it was more concerning on the the Ravens secondary that they become a play against with regularity. But for Tua Tungavailoa, he's got options. And like you said, Gesicki, uh, seven targets, I'll take it. All I can ask for is opportunity. I know there's some stats going around that that's the uh, worst conversion rate for a tight end in like 30 years. So good Ouch. times all about that. <laughs> well, it seems like it's been 30 years since Odell Beckham Jr. was a star in fantasy football. Hasn't been that long, but it's been a little while. And now Odell Beckham Jr. is a member of the Rams. Your immediate reaction, Mike, when it comes to fantasy on what OBJ's arrival in L.A. will do. 
three, two. All right, there's the silence. Uh, it, di- it didn't really move the needle for me, Dan, here. <laughs> uh, look, I-, I watched as people were blindly bidding on waivers, right, because waivers were going to clear before the decision got made. And I saw in a couple of leagues that I'm in, the industry stuff, people spent $40, $50 of their $100 budget to acquire Odell Beckham Jr., Wow. When he'd been available for free, just to stash. And these are deeper rosters. So if you were looking to add him, I mean, I guess now you play the keep away that he's on a good team, but it still goes back to the same larger question of what is he, right? Mm -hmm. And what can he contribute? Obviously, we talked about Deshaun Jackson and what he was to this squad a while back, which was a whole lot of nothing. And if you happen to have that one or two targets in a game that yielded a big touchdown reception, oh, well, you missed it, right? But you weren't going to be looking at him at seeing any type of higher share of targets in a given game. It's Cooper Cup. I mean, hell, Robert Woods had to complain about his target count. Yeah. Yeah, and right now he's playing on a, a higher, much higher level than we can expect. That, that doesn't mean Odell can't come in and maybe contribute, but anybody thinking that all of a sudden we're turning back the clock to him running around catching and snagging things one-handed like he did all those years ago. Because he's had opportunities in Cleveland to do that and didn't. Uh, and he and Baker just didn't work out. So I, I don't throw him out with the bathwater, as some might, saying, ah, uh, he's washed and done. The end, Truly, I don't know, but I, I just can't believe all of a sudden this is a guy that's going to see five to seven targets or anything on a weekly basis to where it becomes a, a substantive, all right, we're going to talk about him as a weekly you know, WR3. There might be a spot play in, and obviously he, he creates a little bit of insurance if one of the other targets that we mentioned goes goes down with an injury. But beyond that, you know, I, I can't imagine the way the Rams are, are rolling overall, even after that horrid display on Sunday Night Football, that they suddenly revamp everything to try to tailor some massive package of plays for Odell Beckham Jr., it's also still a guy who's a year removed from ACL surgery. Yes. And that's, you know, that's a whole other equation. Dan, that seemed to got, have gotten lost in a lot of this debate. <laughs> yeah. right? It's Baker versus Odell versus, you know, Odell's had a couple of pretty big injuries mm-hmm. between the, you know, sports hernia and, and the ACL. Those, those are kind of big. Cam Newton was a big signing for the Panthers uh, cosmetically. I'm not sure it's going to change much, much on the football field. By all accounts, Mike... Cam is going to get the starting job at some point. I'm not saying that P.J. Walker is the savior, but he is expected to start this Sunday, and then as Cam gets, uh, I guess, more accustomed, the NFL Network made it sound like he would take over at some point in Sam Darnold's absence. Even if he does, I just don't necessarily understand the value there with Carolina either. I'm kind of curious, right? We, we have the... Uh joy of having Jay Glazer on with us, Jason Smith and I, on the network, usually right after the Thursday games. And when I posed the Cam Newton question, you know, a lot of, you know, with Tepper and obviously the marketplace and the fervor and and history and whatever, and then he goes, what he is on the field right now, nobody knows. Right? Mm. You have no idea. Is the, the shoulder with another couple of months better, right? Further removed from that surgery? In, in an offense where you have DJ Moore and Christian McCaffrey, okay, maybe it gives them a little bit of an uptick over what we were seeing with Sam Darnold. DJ Moore is on every cold list that you could possibly put out this week against Arizona. He hasn't scored in five weeks. And now you yeah. have P.J. Walker. I don't, I don't know what to expect for this week. But with Cam Newton, you know, you're still on the fringes of the back end, right, of the playoff chase. And I got to think that's part of it. Right, you think you got a defense that can hang around, and if you can get anything offensively with with a little bit of consistency, that maybe you can eke out a couple of wins, and if nothing else, you'll sell some jerseys down that, the back end. But they really paid a lot of money for it. That That's, that playoff chase thing, by the way, now with the seventh wild card, we knew it was bad, and in and you know it as a Bears fan, the Bears weren't a playoff team last year, but they ended up making the playoffs. 
Like when Russell Wilson went down for the Seahawks, I, you could have told me that the season was over. But guess what? Their graphic has been in the hunt yeah. even throughout Russell Wilson's absence because of the finger injury, just because of maybe how bad the AFC or the NFC ends up being. And, you know, the AFC has their own uh, bit of a log jam to deal with as well. But everybody is in the hunt in the NFC. And if, if the Panthers think that this is their opportunity to maybe shore up something and, and still make a push, yeah, I, I think it's I think it's the sleight of hand. Look at over here because over here is a mess. That's what I think Carolina's. Doing. Oh, I like that a little little Vegas yeah. misdirection is always a good thing. You know that just to circle back to the Thursday night game for a minute. You know Baltimore losing all of a sudden the uh, Ben Roethlisberger and the Steelers rise up like the damn Undertaker. <laughs> Left for dead. Is it pretty? No, <laughs> but they got Detroit this week. And look I'm not out. getting ro- I'm not taking down that path again, Dan. Look out. You're not my, getting you're not getting me down out. that path. We've done that this seven weeks week. in a row. <laughs> this could be the week. This could be the week for the Lions. The fighting Campbells. All right, it's a bye week for the Bengals, Texans, Giants, and Bears. Uh, not much on the bench. Uh, Joe Mixon, Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow. Um, and that's about David Montgomery would probably be on right. your bench, but you're really not playing anybody else from those teams, so it should be a full, fun, exciting Week 10. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Mike, give me your top five players at the quarterback position entering Week 10. You weren't trying to sell uh, anybody on Cole Komet? No, we won't do that now. Uh, <laughs> for the quarterback position this week, let's fire him back up. Tom, TB12 going up against Washington. Worst on the season against opposing quarterbacks over the last four weeks. Why? Because we like to take little snapshots as well. Still bottom seven, giving up 20 fantasy points per game, 25 per game over the course of the year. So moderate improvement, but still terrible. Uh, Dak going up against Atlanta. 21.1 fantasy points allowed per game. Fifth worst to opposing quarterbacks. And after that shellacking they took against the Denver Broncos. Hey, Dak still got you two touchdowns. Here's the problem. Didn't throw it to C.D. Lamb or Amari Cooper. Malik Turner, anybody? Uh, Josh Allen at the New York Football Jets coming off the Jacksonville disaster. This is one where I hang a star on it because the, the Jets overall, you know, what? Do you, how do you beat them? You run all over them. But over the last four weeks, they've given up the most points per game to opposing quarterbacks at 23.1. Look for Allen and company to get back on track. Justin Herbert going against Minnesota. 19.2 fantasy points allowed per game to opposing quarterbacks. Nearly 250 passing yards per game. And I'm holding my own little vigil. I've got a bunch of Mike Williams cards and a votive candle lit right now. Maybe it'll work this week. Hey, I, I, I've got a lot of investment in Mike Williams. He was drafted as a number four through injuries and ineffectiveness of other people. I need more from you. <laughs> Where were you? And number five, Carson Wentz. He's going to play even if Ooh. his wife goes into labor. He said, I'm going to be there. Jacksonville giving up about 20 fantasy points per game, uh, nearly 290 passing yards per game. I like the connection he's got going with Pittman. Get a little Naheem Hines out of the backfield. Yeah, the Jaguars had their one week. Can they make it two? I think not. The problem isn't going to be Carson Wentz explaining to his child that he missed their birth. I, I think it's a baby girl. I'm not sure. But that the explanation isn't that he played in a football game. It's that he chose to play against the Jaguars. Like, I could understand if it was a Titans game or maybe one against the Chiefs. But to explain in later years that not only did I miss your birth, I did it to only play against the Jaguars. That's going to be the problem that Carson Wentz may have to deal with <laughs> if that baby comes on Sunday. Now, here's yeah. what I think he could do, though, Dan. Okay. Is, it, is if he and his wife and family members have been cutting and printing uh, a lot of articles or maybe some of the tape of this podcast and other work of mine on Fox Sports Radio, as well as many others, uh, and piece those together and then just yell, it was a divisional game. <laughs> yes. AFC South is the reason. <laughs> it's fantastic. I was not at the hospital. All right. Those are your top five quarterbacks for week 10. Let's get to the running back position in your top five, Mike. Well, let's celebrate the guy who's been the number one, right? He's taken over the man with Derrick Henry out. We've got our Jonathan Taylor fix going up against Jacksonville. Middle of the pack uh, fantasy-wise against opposing running backs. But right now, Taylor on a tear. He's number one of all scorers over the last four weeks. Najee Harris going up against Detroit. Second worst against the run. Uh, I don't know that I can claim that there's some kind of balance, but the wounded Ducks, Ben Roethlisberger, did throw against the Bears. They found their marks. Dan, so maybe he'll feel emboldened to try some more of that, which means more running room for Najee Harris, and of course, he's a good receiver out of the backfield. Austin Eckler going against Minnesota, 11th worst 
maybe I went too far with the worst. Uh, but 25 fantasy points per game to opposing running backs. Ezekiel Elliott revenge game, uh, or something like that. Uh, as they go against Atlanta, seventh worst against uh, opposing running backs. And I got to imagine this offense watched the tape of Sunday's loss and just said, "What are we doing?" Who are we? I mean, Jerry Jones even used the term lackadaisical. Yeah, you just throw that game out, right? Yeah, it it happens. Because, I mean, it was in, you know, between conference kind of game. Doesn't really have a whole lot of effect. And let's face it, a lot of the other teams lost in what was one of the weirdest Sundays of football that I can remember. And you were on air for the back end of it. Yes, we were. And there was... The uh, the as I'm sitting here trying to remember what games we actually had, Chargers Eagles was a was a good one down the stretch. Gosh, what other games did we have in Week Nine? Why am I blanking out? Oh, Niners and Cardinals was yeah. uh, the was, Colt McCoy fest. Come on now, yes, that was a that was a dandy. And what was what was the marquee game in Week Nine? Why am I blanking on this? What, what what am I – oh, Chiefs-Packers, duh. Oh, that's yeah, why. exactly. Well, because yeah, there wasn't why. much to it. Yeah, yeah, c- correct, correct. But that's – yeah, there, there was a – Yeah, because it was a trash p- game, Dan. Yeah, I also think that this is, this is part of the effects of the 18-week schedule is now you realize that, you know, you, think, you feel like you've accomplished so much. Then you're like, wait, we're only at the halfway point, or teams who have buys, they haven't even, you know, like, where where are where are we at at this point? And teams realize that there's a lot more season left to go, and I think that they're kind of like, nah, all right, whatever, you know. Bills lose to the Jaguars, and the uh, Cowboys have their game. I think that's what ended up happening. Yeah, it was a nice uh, chaotic week nine and week ten off to a great start with that uh, Baltimore yeah. loss to Miami. Let's see what uh, what else we can do. Uh, finally, to finish out the top five, Dalvin Cook going up against Chargers, fourth worst against opposing running backs, 130 rushing yards per game. Now, you and I, as we are talking and taping the podcast, Dalvin Cook is still eligible to play. A lot to be determined as to – the veracity of claims back and forth between he and a woman uh, alleging abuse and he's counter allegations and all of this to flow out but as of now eligible to play in an advantageous matchup i like your you pointing out how you mentioned 11th worst i think for the best team in the league the next time you should be like 32nd worst in the nfl Right? Because yeah, that, no, that, sure. Yeah. That would, that, that would be. Well, instead of saying 22nd, yeah, yeah no, I, I, I like worst. it. I like it. The Buccaneers, 32nd worst against the run this season. That that actually puts a little little twist on it. Well, like it's it almost like it's Elf, so glass right? Half empty. You got your, you know, world's best cup of coffee. Congratulations. <laughs> you did it. <laughs> Texans, 32nd best offense in the NFL this season. You know what's funny? Jason Smith tonight, though, he challenged me, and you like to rank stuff. He challenged me to rank all 272 games from best (laughs) to worst. Because tonight's game ain't going to be far from the bottom, I I suspect, (laughs) when we're all said and done. Oh, man. I love those rankings of, like, songs and albums. And then, like, one of your favorites is – like one of the the lowest on there and i'm like screw you you people don't know what you're talking about but you know what i'm doing for the holiday week though dan for thanksgiving week i am launching the metal stand oh we're gonna rank stuff and and have people curse it all over good it's gonna be great we've been talking about ranking stuff forever so we'll bring it to the masses and and who's atop the pyramid this week i gotta ask the mvp pyramid at dan buyer on fox you get it every wednesday it's a guy who had the week off Tom Brady, was it? Yeah, Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. They had a buy in Week Nine, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Yeah, it seems so, like a, it, it seems like a lifetime ago. Yeah, but you're right. Does. Truly, I'm not this much out of it. It's just this is what happens when you're when you are a, a father to a newborn, and yeah. everything just blurs into everything else. Brady stayed at one. Stafford dropped from two to three because of their performance. And Kyler Murray, without playing, ended up moving to two. It was such a bad week for the only person who actually gained value was Lamar Jackson, who now will likely drop some yeah. spots for what ended up happening in Terrible. Week 10. You know, I do want the NFT if they release it of that Stafford end zone interception. <laughs> 
It's a thing of beauty. I will still say that the Carson Wentz one was a was he his his head was in the right place when he threw his interception in uh, a couple of weeks back. No, I appreciate all these, that. I like that. If if Carson Wentz, and this was against the Titans, and I know we're going back again, if he would have thrown the ball, or if he wouldn't have thrown the ball and taken a safety in a tie game, the the Titans would have gotten the ball back up to now and would have been able to run out the clock. It was actually beneficial that it was intercepted. He just could not take a safety in that situation. So Carson Wentz in that play actually did the right thing. Matthew Stafford, completely different scenario because it wasn't late in the fourth quarter when he ended up throwing his, even though everybody on Twitter wanted to do the, oh, Wentz-like performance for uh, Matthew Stafford. All right, let's get to the wide receivers. Let's get to the pass catchers, the top five for Week 10. I'm going to go bold out the jump. Mike Evans all the way to the top. We got, we'll got. we we'll talk about Chris Godwin because he's in the – if he plays, he's in, obviously, against the secondary. But without him, let's go. Antonio Brown is back, expected for Rob Gronkowski to be back in some capacity. You've got Fournette as the hammer out of the backfield, and he's shown himself to be a solid receiver. So Evans against a bad Washington team, moderately improving, but, you know, from where they were – uh, you know, it's like when you, you rank worst at, well, anything you do in life. If you move up one spot, you claim improvement, right? We always sure. say that. Hey, they're now up to 47th in education. It's like, th- that's still not good. No. It's, no. it's still not good because uh, you know what the bottom is. There's only a couple behind you. All right, Devontae Adams against Seattle. Obviously, this has a star on it, and it assumes that Aaron Rodgers is available and ready to go. From all indications, he's in Zoom calls and whatever else and running around his house. Maybe he cleared out some space in the garage to go through his workouts. But he'll be back on the field, and I'll mute the game for a while so I don't have to listen to any of the stuff that we had to discuss on radio. But then hopefully we just get a nice game. Game with two of the best quarterbacks in the game back on the field. Cooper Cup, why you can't you can't stop him even when they're terrible. He still gets to that benchmark. Eight of nine games, he's gone over ninety yards this year. Dan, uh, the only clunker of it all, the five for sixty four against Arizona that just stands out. Otherwise, he's just been dominant uh, as you roll through. Uh, we've got Tyreek Hill. I I rank him fourth, and then I shrug and I go, well, I have to. Because it's one play and the operational efficiency, we go on a points per possession kind of thing that mm-hmm. the Chiefs still score, right? They still yeah. get there. It's not pretty. And for Patrick Mahomes right now, I don't know what to do. Like, I know uh, talking to our buddy Church in guillotine leagues, he got dumped because they lost. And then he's still on waivers in a bunch of leagues. Like, people wow. aren't even bothering. That's how bad they've looked the last few weeks. But Tyreek Hill against Vegas, it is a game where we're looking at an over-under that is pretty robust at 52, which means I get in. And then Stephon Diggs going up against the New York football Jets. Again, rebound game coming off of what was – well, that'll be 272, I think, the Jacksonville 9-6 win <laughs> over Buffalo. Well, not if you're a Jags fan. You know, maybe it should be 268 or 267. Okay. Move it up a couple of slots. Yeah, yeah. I, I expect, yeah, you, you should see some revenge. But we even we even talked about it last week because I thought you were going to get a Stephon Diggs breakout game. Right. He hasn't had that huge, that, that monster game that you would expect from Stephon Diggs. It's going to happen at some point. You still got to stick with them in this week. As you said, he's a top five play. Maybe it comes against the Jets. The thing with Evans on top of your rankings, too, is you mentioned Gronkowski and Bruce Arians said on uh, Sirius that he's two to three weeks away of being fully healthy. So it's something to watch with that. And Godwin's now got this foot injury that's popped up. So if... Uh, you know, the the Bucks have had a ton, a ton of wide receivers, but right now the only thing that – the only person that's really got something going for him is Mike Evans because everybody else seems to have to deal with a little something here in this mid uh, midpoint of the season. But that's just it. Coming off the bye week, it's all Tom Brady's world. He had his recovery pants on, and he's ready to go. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. 
With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, those are your top five players at the quarterback, running back, and wide receiver positions. Let's hit some other ones, some guys maybe on the outside that didn't make the top five, but guys that you need to get in your lineup, they are your hot plays for Week 10 in the NFL. How about Matt Ryan going up against Dallas? Six most fantasy points allowed to quarterbacks. Uh, We'll dial it up. Uh, Maybe some more Kyle Pitts sighting. He's gone over 60 yards, three of his last four. Uh, The one time we really leaned all into him, though, he let us down. Don't do it again, Pitts. Let's go. Uh, We've got Derek Carr. I almost called him David. Going up against (laughs) Kansas City. Second most generous against opposing quarterbacks. And again, this is a you, because you have to kind of situation. Mm-hmm. A lot of Hunter Renfro in the offing, I think, uh, for this offense. Darren Waller, of course, when we start talking a little bit about tight ends. Uh, but 
opportunity. I, and I think this is this is one that opens up, right? We'd seen the quote unquote blueprint of shutting them down. Well, everybody else is kind of having their way, uh, at least to some degree, with the Chiefs over the last few weeks. But as they say, succeed and proceed, getting the win over Green Bay. And, and now you see if you can build off of a throw or two. Uh, I expect some fireworks and for Carr to hang in there in a nice battle with Mahomes. At the running back position, mentioned Fournette before. Uh, Washington, middle of the pack against the run, of course, because they were so bad against the pass much of the year. But 21 fantasy points per game allowed to opposing runners. Cordero Patterson, because, well, you have to at some point take it seriously. I think there's still a lot of folks that are going, come on, this can't work. No, the experiment has worked. And going yeah. against Dallas, giving up about 20 fantasy points per game to running backs, and especially you add the PPR element, you've got a guy who's become a, a key playmaker for them while they're missing Calvin Ridley. It's worked with great success in Atlanta. And you knew from the start I was not high on Mike Davis. And Mike Davis has not had a great 2021. And then we add the celebration that is Friar Muth. Mentioned before with Ben Roethlisberger going up against Detroit. Last three games, Dan, 16 catches, 145 yards, three touchdowns. Yeah, and that's about as far as Ben can throw the ball. <laughs> had a double dose on that Monday night win against the Bears. All right, those are your hot plays for Week 10. Then there's the other side of the coin, the players that you don't want to touch, you don't want to see, you don't want to have anything to do with. They are your... Cold sores for week 10. What do you got, Mike? A little bit of trepidation when it comes to Ryan Tannehill and A.J. Brown. You know I had the Titans to come out of the AFC towards the Super Bowl. They've had a couple of anxious moments. That opening loss against Arizona, the inexplicable loss to the New York football Jets. Now you're playing New Orleans. You are at home so that you don't have the the crowd and the uh, enticement of Louisiana Although, who the hell am I kidding? Nashville and surrounding area, you can get just as crazy up in there. But you're looking at New Orleans in the bottom third against opposing quarterbacks for fantasy purposes. So it's more AV, an instinctual, something's got to give, right? Because they've been rolling to this point that maybe they, they find a, a little bit of resistance here. New Orleans fourth worst against opposing wide receivers. And you and I have talked. Uh, I've got the man crush on A.J. Brown. There's no question about it. So he goes into a high-end WR2 slot for me today, but and and for this week's games in week 10, but just one, uh, just a little cautionary tale. Christian Kirk going against the Chargers. Talk, or I'm sorry, it's Kirk Cousins. What am I doing? I, I, may, I, I jumped to wide receivers because, you know, normally I'm writing surnames down. Yeah, that's all and then right. it's like, no. Oh, I should have just written Captain Kirk. Then I would have known what the hell I was talking about. But the Chargers, fourth best against opposing quarterbacks. And they're a team that I'm, I'm curious to see the second half of the season, what we get. They've gotten some good play out of their corners. And what we've seen from Adam Thielen, as we've talked about, Dan, feast or famine when it comes to his production. It's all touchdown dependent. Fortunately, he's been pretty good about giving you one a game but the yardage total uh has left you wanting so here he's a back end two for me uh on the board this week alvin Kamara, we talked about it a little bit before going up against tennessee they're eighth best against opposing running backs but he's got the knee strain and just his usage right probably more as a receiver mark ingram probably sees more snaps and you've just got you know some uncertainty as to where that offense is and then finally damian harris you're going to play him why because you got a, a double digit touch count week in week out and he's got the nose for the end zone but remember cleveland top 10 against opposing running backs so this is one again he's Still in your lineups because you're not finding 24 better. Uh, but the cautionary tale, you better maximize other spots because this one could be on the low end. Yeah, in the, in the in the last two, especially with Harris because of the concussion, uh, you'll want to check his status, at, at least leading up to game time. And I, I have a sneaky suspicion. I, I, I don't know if the Saints risk Kamara this weekend. I, I, I don't even – I don't – you know, it's a non-conference. You know, it's yeah. one of the, one of the things that we talked about with, uh, you know, Rodgers missing the game against the Chiefs last week was, you know, if there was a game that you were to miss, if you were to Green Bay, yeah, you don't want to lose in the overall standings. But it wasn't a, a conference, a non-conference game. It was an AFC squad. You know, where the where the Saints are at this point, they should be a playoff team. They should be fine. 
Uh, you're going to need Alvin Kamara down the stretch. I would not doubt, even though they're in the running, even though they're just a game back at Tampa, that they're like, all right, let's just kind of let's play this. Let's not be stupid with this. Let's just play this safe, maybe give them a little bit more rest. They already had their bye in week six. Just something to, uh, to watch, at least with the status of those Well, guys. you know what? Just to extend it further, let's grab one more name in, in Kyler Murray. Yeah. Right? Because you got – you got a win last week, right? Tough fought game you didn't think you were going to get, perhaps, with Colt McCoy leading the way. You got your win. Now, it's still in conference because you're playing Carolina, but you're still a 10-point favorite. Mm-hmm. Hasn't practiced as of you and I sitting down and, and chatting for the podcast and, and previewing the week. That You might buy another week there, too. Yeah. Right? And I just think- say, hey, I got enough in the run game. And enough in the other receivers, and I and I trust McCoy not to give it away. Yeah, and 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 if that's the status, I don't know where you have James Conner, but I'm not huge on James Conner having the type of game that he had, even with Chase Edmonds uh, having that high ankle sprain. A lot of uh, you know Benjamin. Yeah, talk. he is. <laughs> All right, I don't know if he's one of the one of your uh, your hidden plays that we've got, but there's one more category we need to hit. Fantasy Ninja. All right, the Ninjas, the Fantasy Ninjas for Week 10. What do you got, Mike? Well, we got to go digging deep in the quarterback position. Why? Because we're just looking, at least for one of them, just give me some chaos. And that's what I'm talking about, Mike White. Any guy that goes to the podium and says, I should have been the first pick in the 2018 draft. Remember the quarterback selected in 2018? There were a lot of them. And he's still talking about how I should have been the best. Buffalo, best against opposing quarterbacks, just 12.4 fantasy points allowed per game. But this is one where it's, you're the Jets. You're trying to get yourself a big contract if you're Mike White. So what are you doing? You're winging it around. Sure. Elijah Moore, come on down. Uh, Big Ben against Detroit. Look, it's not going to be pretty. Aesthetically, you don't want to watch it. But if he gets to 250 and 2, would you be surprised? Maybe a third? Maybe one of those little shuffle passes that, for whatever reason, we keep calling a touchdown pass, even though it all it is is a handoff, glorified <laughs> handoff. Sorry, I'll get off my soapbox. Uh, De'Ernest Johnson going up against New England, uh, 22nd uh, against fantasy running backs. Uh, I'm expecting him to take up a double-digit touch count this week. So, opportunity knocks. Naheem Hines going up against Jacksonville. Ten touches, 108 total yards against the Jets. Let's double down. Let's uh, get him in the passing game. Make it work. Uh, Jordan Howard going up against Denver. Last couple of weeks, averaging 74 yards a game, three total touchdowns, and 14 and a half carries per game. That's uh, I'm circling that. Eventually, it's going to be chaos because Miles Sanders is going to say, hey, why did you run the ball when I was here? So, and he'll come back and he'll want some piece of it. And then a guy coming off the injury list and, and curious to see what his role is coming back off. But I, I raised the flag for Michael Gallup against Atlanta. Malik Turner, thank you. Cedric Wilson, thank you. You've kept the seat warm. And it's now time for Gallup to return to that number three spot in the rotation for Dak Prescott. I'll make one comment about uh, your ninja plays, and it's not even about one of the guys that you mentioned specifically, but it's connected to it. You have Dearness Johnson uh, as your ninja play. I don't know a lot about COVID. We, we we hear a lot what we think, but but truly. But the one thing that I do know, Mike, is I've never heard of somebody testing positive for COVID and then two days later not having it. So the only thing that I'm just bringing up is that I just don't think that the Nick Chubb two negative tests 24 hours apart thing is really in play here. And Chubb is vaccinated, so he hasn't been tested as frequently. However, I just don't see a scenario where he plays on Sunday, and they'll likely know by Saturday on, on whether he's going to play or not. So that's just the only thing that I would say is it just it really doesn't look good for Nick Chubb to see the field, hence Ernest Johnson, the one getting the snaps for the Browns. Yeah, I think as we go through, right, because, I mean, last week we had all the false positives for the Giants. Mm-hmm. 
And so, you know, when we get into the testing processes, and let's face it, you know, not to to belabor the point on Aaron Rodgers, it's like given all the givens, like there's a lot of skepticism as to the way a lot of this is handled. Do they need to actually show a doctor's report to the nation that he's cleared to play? Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, hey, you know, he, he can't practice all week, but then suddenly he has two negative tests when the, at earliest it could be Saturday based mm-hmm. on their timeline. You know, it is it is a, it is a question. Even if he plays, I would think that the rustiness of just a week or a week and a half would have to at least play a little part. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't expect Aaron Rodgers to go out there and be completely on his ones and twos even if he plays against Seattle. He will not be though in a segment that is coming up next that Mike is the most controversial segment that we have ever had in a segment we call three two one give me one reason now what is what is controversy is i go between controversial and controversial back and forth all the time like i won't say it the same way twice in a row but this is where the controversy starts mike i give you one reason to start a guy and i've given you one reason to start Taysom Hill. Whoa, yes. look at you. Yes. Is he still tight end eligible? No, that, those were last year's problems. Likely only a quarterback in any league that you're playing. I think that you're going to see a lot of Taysom Hill against Tennessee, which kind of connects to our conversation that we had about Alvin Kamara. I think Alvin Mel, uh, Mark Ingram would end up getting a bump if uh, if uh, Kamara doesn't go, but it's Taysom Hill is the one that I think will really see the bump because even in their game against the Falcons, Hill came in and took some snaps, and they were legitimate snaps. They weren't just from the seven-yard line trying to run in a touchdown. It was to do something to spark them, and I think that they may need to do that against Tennessee. And I know those were a lot of reasons, but I just think he's going to get a lot more opportunities without Alvin Kamara. That is the one reason why I say yeah, roll the freaking dice with Taysom Hill against the Titans coming up on Sunday. I dig this. I dig that about you, Dan. You're rolling up, and I know you've already backed it with a couple of daily fantasy league plays. Absolutely. Or maybe in your guillotine league. You know, go for broke. I'm not that stupid. No, I'm going to give you one reason. To, I'm going to give you one reason to bench another quarterback, Jalen Hurts of the Philadelphia Ooh. Eagles. His rushing stats will end up uh, pushing his numbers a little bit better, but here's the reason why I would bench him. He's topped 200 yards passing just once in the last five games, and you think it's going to happen against the Vic Fangio-inspired Broncos defense? Not happening. I'd be benching Jalen Hurts, and what I think is going to be more of a grind about game between the Eagles running game of Jordan Howard as you said and uh, what they've got and really what Denver's got now with uh, Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams no letdown for Vic Fangio you know ever since they uh, he stopped preaching at other people post game uh, they seem to have gotten back to work Yes, that's true. That's true. I don't think there's it I'll tell you what it's easier to have an offensive letdown than it is for a defense so sure. there you go. I'm I'm going quarterback hunting in my uh, give me one reason. All it. right, let's wrap this baby up with our three point conversions. Three points, Mike, and I leave you with entering week ten. Mike, go ahead. You have the floor. We the people jonesing for a big day. That's right. People's Jones. We've talked Ooh, about him a lot. Let's like get him it. on the board. Uh, going up against New England, Odell Beckham Jr. is gone. It, look, target count is going to be a, a question mark, right, whether we're going to get past, say, a handful. But he can give you the big play, and that's what I'm looking for here. One or two big shots from Baker Mayfield. Uh, another one. I ain't as good as I once was, but I'm as good once as I ever was. Ben Roethlisberger and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, I've got him as one of the ninjas looking for him to have himself a day. If nothing else, it creates more conversation. Why? Because they'll be tied atop the division with the Baltimore Ravens, who lost again in one of the worst games you'll ever see on Thursday Night Football against the Dolphins. 
Sorry, I did a Baltimore radio spot, and they were predicting like 38-7. <laughs> and I texted all those guys. I'm like, how you feeling now? It's like, you warned us. Like, I didn't say they'd lose, but I didn't think they'd, you know. <laughs> you didn't think it'd be this. I, I, I certainly didn't think they'd have the blowout on the other side. And the third and final spot to it all, uh, let's go. Ride the Colt. And, like, you're on Taysom Hill. I say if Colt McCoy gets the nod and officially they sit Kyler Murray down, get a little bit of work from Eno Benjamin and James Conner. I was going to make a whole Terminator joke, but I'll just leave it out there. Uh, But thinking that Colt McCoy is a guy that could give you a little bit of fireworks and a little bit of opportunity here. In last week's Buffalo loss to the Jaguars, what is lost in all of this is the Jags did only score nine points in yes. that game. Now, they didn't have James Robinson, so it wasn't like they were at full strength either. Buffalo's defense at least tried to do their part. I think Buffalo's defense, just like I said about the Broncos, Buffalo's defense does it against the Jets. I actually like them to slow down the Jets and Buffalo to get back on track. It's one of my uh, first points in our three-point conversion. Then I know Halloween has passed, but Scary Terry returns. Yes! I Washington's running game, I don't know how healthy the Antonio Gibson will be even off of their bye that they had last week. Plus, you're going up against a Buccaneers uh, run defense that you just don't want to do. So I think uh, scary Terry McLaurin has a day for Washington. They're not going to beat the Buccaneers, but I think that Terry McLaurin gets back on track. He's had spots, but he's been spotty, and I think that he picks it up uh, this uh, this Sunday against Tampa. Finally, points of Palooza. There will be no points of Pasnooza this week because we already got it on Thursday night. Points of Palooza, if you look at all of the games around, there are a bunch of high-scoring games, but I think the one that is most likely to come to fruition is Dallas and Atlanta. Mike had a bunch of the guys in his – He's he had Dak Prescott. Yeah, they're all over He's got Matt Ryan as a hot play. Ezekiel Elliott's there. Yeah, I like Dallas and Atlanta as the uh, points of Palooza, where you want to get everybody in. Cordell Patterson, you got him in as well. I think you're going to see a fireworks show, kind of like you did last year when the two teams met in Big D. Looking forward to it. We got a couple of games on the board, uh, well in excess of the, you know, that 45 mark, which is kind of usually your your benchmark. You've got Tampa, Washington, 51 is your over-under. KC, Las Vegas at 52. And then that Atlanta, Dallas, the plays to form. We're looking at fifty four and a half is the total, Dan. So let's all get excited. Mike, I'm gonna just leave you with this. You would think on a week ten in mid November that Joe Buck and Troy Aikman would just be salivating over this return of Aaron Rodgers and the return of Russell Wilson as the Seahawks take on the Packers. There's just one problem. That's a CBS game this week. That's as just in, wrong. Uh, as it, uh, we are both guys of of the of similar ages. There is just something wrong with the marquee matchup with two NFC teams being called by CBS. Now, back in the day, it was, yeah, it was normal. CBS had the NFC package. But, Mike, there's just something weird about it. But you're going to have Nance and Romo at Lambeau calling the Seahawks and Packers game on Sunday. It's tough to it's tough to get used to this new way of TV where you've got two NFC teams playing on CBS and two AFC teams playing on Fox, but that's what we have nowadays. I'm going to quote the horse from the old Ren and Stimpy show. No, sir, I don't like it. <laughs> but if we were to do a snark off, when you have Nance and Romo a- a- against Buck and Aikman, who wins? Oh, uh, Buck. Yeah, yeah. Buck Joe Joe wins, yeah. right? Yeah, Joe definitely wins. Yeah. Okay. Joe definitely. Wins. He, I like. I, I listen and, and love everything he does, and, and when he joins us here on Fox Sports Radio uh, and jumps into the mix, there's usually a couple of one-liners that you know if you pay attention. Yeah, he got his point across. <laughs> Get Mike on, <laughs> Harmon on Twitter at Swollen Dome. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Byer on Fox, and we are going to let you go with this. We had some mic problems, so our executive producer, Ryan Bershinger, could not appear on the podcast. He's sitting there listening to this, and he wants me to tell you he streamed the Ravens' defense 
So the streaming streak of stink continues for Ryan Bersinger's defense as they only gave him four points on Thursday night. We will get a full recap on the variety of streaming defenses that Ryan Bersinger played in Week 10 on our next podcast that drops Tuesday morning. So for Mike Carmen, I'm Dan Beyer. This has been another episode of I Want Your Flex. Best of luck in Week 10. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.